welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Jessica. And I'm Lindsay. And welcome to Adam's Rib, people. Hi! <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> My co-worker and I, have you seen that meme? It's, no, it's a gif. It's Barbie. And she's like, bye! And she walks away with her Somebody arm off. Somebody send me that! Where did my co-worker send me that? So we walk over, we not do that. Hi! <laughs> That's crazy! My co-worker literally just sent me that gift. Because I always She's call one her of my favorite, well, and I call her Barbie, and I'm like, because I swear she moves like that gift. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. instead we're saying hi, right? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Adam's Brib. This is episode 144, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. 144. They literally just said it before we started, and I forgot that fast. But anyway, thank you for coming back with us. You guys are always, like, appreciated for all your support. You're the bomb. So before we get into our episode, um, for any new listeners, you can catch us everywhere now. You can hit us up on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have our website, adamsrippodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook. We're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and Twitter. Not the gram. No, I got it this time. Oh, we have a YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, and we got YouTube. So, yeah, you can find us anywhere. Just follow us, support us, and uh, hopefully you guys are blessed by what you hear today and you continue to f- tune in. So, anyway, we are talking about soul ties. Soul ties, um, it's just not my favorite subject. <laughs> <laughs> if I can be transparent, um, it's not. It's not my favorite subject because I still have some. Mm. I still have some. I still, I, and and I know. And all y'all do too, don't Okay. <laughs> and I don't want you to sit here and listen to me talk about wine and you saying, girl, I got rid of mine. No, you did not. That's why you saying it. But, but you I mean, know, if you have, amen. Right. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. But um, real talk though, we all probably still got a tie or two connected somewhere. It may, it may not be. I think sometimes when we as women, when we hear soul ties, we just automatically assume, oh, connections to a, a guy, which in most of our cases, that is the case. But there are also, there are other things that your soul can be tied to other than a man. Now, this is what That's we know to. I didn't yeah. even think of that. There are other things that Probably you. Probably because it's just not my life, but right. I get it. Yeah, yes. but I mean, there's other things that your soul can can be tied to and connected to that still is not right for your spirit. Mm. So, you know, I it's not my favorite subject because this is a subject that I feel forces you to be uh, 100 with yourself. It forces mm. you to be transparent and it forces you to tell your truth and to be truthful with yourself and if you are that you may not you're not gonna like everything you see everything you get everything god gives you about you but you know hey it's all about growth and moving forward in christ and sometimes you got to cut these ties in order to do that so even though jessica said i may not always be to a man. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I got my, I got my, yeah, I, I, I got a little bit of all of that, right. I guess. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> me. But no, I, I, and I'm only not really referring to, like, I didn't think of that, but that's a very good point. I didn't even think of that. And even though the Bible 
doesn't necessarily make reference to soul ties. It's definitely, I feel like a society made term. Like I feel like we've made this term up, but mm-hmm. I believe that is referenced in terms of connections from one person's soul to another. Mm-hmm. So soul ties are invisible bonds that you have with another person and that bond is created through sex. That's the soul time I'm talking about, but we mm-hmm. can get into everything. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us naively think that the sexual behavior you partake in is like harmless and just, you know, momentary. And we reconcile in our heads and in our minds that because we had intentions on marrying that person and because our hearts were right, you know, toward each other, that sex was just somehow okay. I feel like we fathom this in our mind, right? Mm-hmm. And now you've been in this relationship for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten years, whatever. And you split up, and it's like, okay, now what? And so you have troubles moving on and moving forward. You know, you checking his Facebook page. Mm-hmm. You want his Snapchat, essentially, like, stalking this person. Well, you even cross-references it to some cousins and <laughs> sisters' pages just to see if anybody tagged the man. Look, uh, I know. I did it. Shoot, I just did it last week, girl. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know. It all sounds really jacked up, but yet this is what happens when we have sex outside of the confines of marriage. Mm -hmm. And actually, it's what happens when we have several experiences, regardless of your marital status. Because every time you have a sexual experience, you are creating deep-rooted bonds with that other person. And Juanita Bynum, in her No More Sheets sermon, described as women receiving a deposit when we have a sex with a man. Mm Mm-hmm. And so a soul tide is defined as a spiritual connection between two people who have been physically intimate with each other or who have had an intense emotional or spiritual association or relationship. So like kind of like Jessica said, it could be sex, sex, spiritual, whatever. And if you think, you know, of sex inside the confines of marriage, that's obviously a wonderful thing because that's what God created it for. And God created us to have sexual relations with our spouse that in turn create deep-rooted bonds. So he knew that after all the honeymoon that there'd be like the morning breath, the bills to pay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) kids to raise, dirty socks left on the floor, but he knew life would happen. And so I feel like he created us to be deeply bonded with our spouse so that during those crazy seasons of life, when we sometimes don't really like our spouse, we will still be deeply bonded to them. I'm not married, but that's just how I think of it. Yeah. And so when we have these sexual experiences, I was reading that our brains produce dopamine, and that's the same chemical that feeds, you know, any type of basically addiction, gambling, chocolate mm-hmm. cravings, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, Netflix binging, whatever. Mm-hmm. So dopamine, it's, it's, I was reading that it's described as the feel-good chemical of the brain, and it plays a major roles in our lives, good or bad, and you can't control it, right, because it's just innately in you. Mm-hmm. And so you see... Our bodies don't care if it's cocaine, a cupcake, or a sexual experience because dopamine will produce and will bind you to it. Mm-hmm. And so this is why, you know, in my opinion, former boyfriends can feel like your drug of choice and why you can't see yourself out, outside of them or mm-hmm. without them because mm-hmm. you get addicted to that high. You created these soul ties when you had these feel-good experiences intimate experiences, you know, with guy or guys, let's be honest, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you aren't married to. So that is also why it literally hurts when you break up because soul ties are like super glue. If you've had sexual encounters outside of marriage, you know, it's most like a lingering soul tie that needs to be dealt with. Otherwise, you'll feel plagued with thoughts, feelings, and even actions that are unwanted then at that point. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I love how she mentioned the whole dopamine thing. Am I pronouncing that Dopamine, yeah. Dopamine, okay, yeah. Um, Dope. (laughs) <laughs> from dope right. yeah right <laughs> um, 
that is actually kind of and now granted I didn't think about the chemical that's released in the brain but that is I what I read made that me, though yeah that's crazy so I not like make that up I yeah, read like on some crazy. you know science website <laughs> yeah but it didn't even dawn on me that there's actually like science behind why I even realized that there are other things just you can have these soul ties with um but that kind of is the point like that whole dopamine thing that she was just talking about like if you think about it what else can we get addicted to? Now, I know when she was mentioning the whole boyfriend thing and all of that, that has definitely been one of my drug of choice mm-hmm. like for quite some time. If anything, it's probably one of the greatest addictions I've dealt with um, because I just I always wanted that boo. I just I always wanted a bae, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually somebody that doesn't like to be single. I just know how to be very content being single. Um, but I prefer relationships. And so when I get in one, I'm all in. And so that tie that she was talking about, that bond, that connection, it's like, for me, it's almost instantaneous. And for most women, the moment he sweeps you off your feet before he even physically touches you. But the moment yeah. he puts that, take what, yeah. so weak. No. that <laughs> moment he puts that one real big smile on your face, he's all you're all in. You're buying gold, whatever. You're buying sneakers. You're buying J's. You're in the store in the line for J's. Yeah, all right. Like you're willing to give like a lot of energy just from the first good moment, yeah. and then you go and give your body. There, it's a wrap from that there. That creates that opens up a floodgate. It's just absolutely. All these other it's like things. everything that you already was given just got magnified times mm-hmm. a thousand. Because for us women, and I know there are there are a lot of women nowadays because it's 2018 and we got our Cardi B's or whatever that make us think that it is okay just to do it and be done. But <laughs> we are women. <laughs> we are emotional, and it is not that simple for us. It is not just have sex and then we're leaving. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can try it, but you <laughs> as soon as you get in the car, you're going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> stop it. Like, stop it. You know you are that type. Like, <laughs> you just try to front for your girls. Be like, girl, whatever. Right. I left. No, you didn't. <laughs> you know you went to stay tonight. <laughs> but but it's like it's instantaneous for us. You know, you left we, your earrings over okay, there. Okay, you left something on right. purpose to go back. Right. Like, stop it. We've all done it, so it's okay. Ooh, like my I'm not a goodwill watch. Can okay. I have that back, please? I am not judging. I'm just saying, like <laughs> shared experiences. But mm-hmm. you know, it's one of those situations though where you've got to put yourself. You've got to value yourself more. I think that fewer soul ties can can happen and can connect. Like you could connect less to things when you have a, a greater value and a deeper value on yourself. When you realize that God created you for wife mm-hmm. and not side chick or one nighter like that's when you can maybe like make better choices and and really kind of like take your time more before you give all of your energy to this to whatever you tie to Mm -hmm. because it don't have to just be the guy it don't have to be the sex it could be a real drug it could be the drink it could be it could be spending your money yeah and just having no control over yourself because it's literally an addiction every time you want that feeling you run to Whatever, whatever your outlet is. But these men is the one that gets us because we think that we're doing something good for ourselves. And and you think because you put all this energy into these men that we're supposed to, oh, we will be wife one day. But we kind of got the game twisted. Well, look at you. Single with nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Start about to be 31 on Tuesday with nobody. <laughs> yeah. cool. And I think it's so interesting that we always think, oh, this will fulfill me mm-hmm. or this will, you know, 
curb my appetite or you know forever. But if you really think about it, you you look back, it really doesn't. No. It's so momentary and it's so temporary. Yeah, because you wouldn't like, go dang. back for more if yeah. it was you yeah. always go back for more. It would be enough, but it's not. Mm-hmm. We you all we already nothing. know what is enough. Mm-hmm. But we won't go there. Anyway, <laughs> the Lord is enough. I, I went there. Somebody. <laughs> and I think a lot of women are misinformed and convinced that sex is strictly a single dimensional physical act with no emotional spiritual connection. That is lies from the pits of hell. Lies. And yet after sex they find themselves mysteriously longing for that person that you really may not even like. Right. <laughs> you don't even know his middle name. But you talking about wedding plans already. I've seen it done. <laughs> I've seen it done. I've seen you do it. Like, it's okay. I've seen and it. then we also tend to give ourselves sexually to a man, expecting that this intimate act will create a bond that will lead to deeper levels of commitment in that relationship. But then you'll discover that he may not, that he just may be taking advantage of you and is using your your vulnerability just to get laid. Let's yes. just be honest. Y'all definitely get in the bed thinking that you're getting out of wife. <laughs> like, you're getting out wifey. Like, you're getting out of that bed and, you, and he's proposing. Like... That is not the way of the world, though. That's not how this works. Mm-hmm. This is not back in the day where our parents get us caught, find us, getting caught up, and then they force you to marry each other. <laughs> this ain't that. <laughs> men, unfortunately, at this day and time, men have Options. way more choices <laughs> than we have ever seen, I think, in the history of our lives. <laughs> but and, and it's not to say anything negative about our men, but at the same time, they just have a lot more options, like Lindsay said. They, they can they can be a father if they want to be. They can be a husband if they want to be. And while we still, as women, we still feel like connected to that purpose, like we were here to be a wife. That's why most of us aspire to be a wife. But we do it in the wrong way. Like you really think sex is gonna bag them? Yeah, and right. it doesn't. Like <laughs> first, you're not right. that yoke. The stuff between your legs is just not that powerful. <laughs> it's not. It's not. And Especially you, you are, I want a godly man, really. And, and he can't be that godly. He Trust me, if he doesn't, he, he, he's a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. One day he might be for God, but the next day he might be for something else. Right, right, right. Be careful. And so next thing you know, you know, he's taking advantage of your vulnerability. So then this leads you to being this emotionally, spiritually bonded to someone that you now resent. Yep. Now look at you, now you all mad. resentful and bitter. Now you mad all over Facebook right. talking about... I'm okay by myself. <laughs> I don't need nobody. But two weeks ago, you was all for it. Like, <laughs> I see the done, guys. Come on. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> now, I feel like some people may be sitting there thinking like, man, do I have a soul tie? So I'm going to give you five signs yes. that you have an unhealthy soul tie. Come through listed signs. The first sign is that you are in a physically, emotionally, or spiritually abusive relationship, but you feel so attached to that person that you refuse to cut off the connection and set boundaries with them. So that's one thing. Second thing is you've left a relationship a long time ago, but you think about the other person obsessively and you can't get them out of your mind. A third sign is that when you are having sex with your husband, you can hardly keep yourself from visualizing the person that you have the soul tie with. I think that's a powerful one. That's scary. And that's just my opinion. That's scary. Another thing, sign, is that you take on the negative traits of the person that your soul is tied to and then carry their offenses whether or not you actually agree with them. And then the last sign is that you defend your right to stay in a relationship with the person that your soul is tied to, even though it's negatively affecting or even destroying the important relationships in your life, whether it be with your kids, your spouse, boss whatever 
So two and four are like major. They they stuck out to me the most. Two was the one about like being obsessive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Facebook stalking. We've all been little creepers out there. Let's be well, honest. And then I thought about it. You know how I stay. You know I I like to. Well, I used to like to stay friends with all my exes. You remember Girl, that? bye. Remember, we've had this conversation you on You know a lot of philosophy about this. I know, <laughs> I know. But we've had this conversation, like, mm-hmm. a lot about me and how I'm like, oh, no, it's cool. I'm cool with all my exes. For and what? at one point, at one point, <laughs> I really was, like, I could call any of them. And I and, legit just don't see the purpose of that. I really don't. And honestly, <laughs> I didn't really, it wasn't like it was something I was trying for. At least I didn't think so. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about the whole, like, just being obsessive, I guess an, another form of obsession, though, is by keeping these relationships relevant. Mm. So I would keep a lot of my exes relevant by being like, oh, no, we ain't on that. We just friends. Mm-hmm. And so I would try to dummy it down. But on the low, this friendship was still everything, still, like, resembled everything that we were doing when we were in a relationship but we didn't have no label and I was being that chick that was just going home acting like I didn't care what just happened before (laughs) and and so then it would turn into like a thing where I'm checking Mm -hmm. we supposed to be going out for 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 pizza and all of a sudden I see on Instagram you you with some other chick and then all of a sudden now I'm blowing down your line and I'm going off but if you just friends why do I care right yeah that's that obsessive stuff Mm -hmm. and then that other one was taking on those negative traits um when my last relationship ended I noticed that a lot of the things that he put he put in onto me a lot of the things he was doing in our relationship a lot of his uh Violent, not violent, but vis- ab- verbally abusive, loud. Mm-hmm. He was just a mean dude. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I started doing that same thing. Hmm. I was becoming very aggressive, verbally aggressive to my children. Very. Like, they would do something and I would just pop off. Mm-hmm. Like, and it can be just something simple. She spilled some cereal. Mm-hmm. And you would think that she just broke a china glass. Right. Like, <laughs> I would I would lose it. And I would have to, like, really take a step back. And, and it took a while, but I realized I was being everything that guy was to me. Mm-hmm. I would throw something. I ain't never threw stuff in my house until mm-hmm. I saw somebody throw something in my yeah. house. Yeah. And so that list is so... That was actually kind of... Gave me this chills on the low. Yeah, girl. <laughs> you read me just a little bit. Oh, my goodness. Look, y'all, I ain't crazy, but I'm just honest. You know what I'm saying? No, but I, th- I mean, I think you brought up some really good points, especially about staying friends with exes. And we had this conversation mm-hmm. that I'm single now. What? Y'all know my philosophy, especially with with the encounters of social media. Why, why are we friends with him on Instagram, Facebook, on anything? Like, for mm-hmm. what? I genuinely have never understood that purpose. You'd be so for proud. What? I took everybody off. You should have. Be proud. <laughs> I'm I, so proud. I took them all. They because I feel like if God really meant for y'all to be together, social media ain't going to bring y'all together. No way. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's the purpose? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are four key steps. Oh, we got more. To breaking soul ties. <laughs> And that is to acknowledge, to confess and repent, to forgive, and to break and remove. Mm. So, first you need to acknowledge that there is a problem. I know it sounds really cliche, but, like, that's real. That's real. You need to ask the Lord to show you who you have ungodly soul ties with. Because, like Jessica just said, I don't even think she realized that she was actually soul tied to all these, her exes that she was still cool with. Mm. So, make a list if you need to. Yes. Secondly, we need to confess and repent of our sins. And this may involve finding a godly accountability partner that you can confess to and who can, you know, help you walk through this process. Notice I said godly accountability. Don't be going to your girlfriend that also is having these same issues. <laughs> okay. Wait a second. 
Hold on. Sorry. Wait, I have to interject on that one because that that point is so oh I literally had to just recently walk away from a friendship of almost ten years because of that very point. Because see, you got them friends too who are on one day ready to sit down and pray with you and try to hold you accountable and talk about, yeah, we're going to start doing this. We're going to hold each other accountable. I ain't going to let you do stupid stuff. But then <laughs> next week when I call you and be like, girl, guess who hit me up? He want me to come through. Girl, you better go. You don't want to live in no regret. I have had that advice given to me about a man who was like legit tearing my house apart. And you already knew not to call me, Jess. Yeah, yeah, I didn't call me. I didn't because I already cool, knew. Jesse. But see, but see, but, but that point is so real though because we as women we know we ain't stupid when we want to do something even though we know it's wrong we also know what friend not to call because uh, we know my friends have said that about me y'all so petty i like i'm gonna really call her when i was in a, i'm in a weak state and i'm gonna call Lindsay. yeah right Lindsay gonna make sure i don't because i'm not gonna go be at the, off on you but i was sit there silent like so did hey, you call you know me so Lindsay like, so knows how to go off in a very listen. cute way let me tell you she ain't got to go off she ain't got to raise her voice but Lindsay got a way of making you feel like okay she put me in check and there we have it i guess i ain't going <laughs> i just make you reflect and look Man. inward is all. but it's so but that point is just so real to me like you gotta be careful with them friends because those friends are some of the people who will keep them ties even tighter. Mm-hmm. Don't don't let they don't let them get their hands on your ties because you're trying to cut them jokers and they will keep putting knots in it to keep it binded yeah. and keep it tight. And that is not what you want. So sorry. Sometimes I may be they may be trying to live vicariously through you. Yeah, watch <laughs> them too. Watch them tight. Sorry. No, you good. <laughs> and so then uh, the third uh, way to bring a soul tie is. Uh, to find forgiveness. And mm. so you need to accept God's forgiveness and you need to f- forgive yourself. And lastly, you need to forgive your former partner or abusers. Because remember, forgiveness is like drinking poison, or it's not forgiveness. <laughs> Unforgiveness is like drinking poison and hoping the other person dies. Mm. And so finally and lastly, you need to verbalize a prayer to break off the soul ties. You need to speak it out. Life and death, according to the scripture, are in the power of your tongue. So when you speak out, you are declaring with your mouth the power of Christ to break the ties from the past. So you may um, also need to do an inventory and remove any mementos, gifts, souvenirs, whatever you want want to call or friends. I just said she had to break off a friendship. So mm-hmm. those are my steps Girl, so that to last break in a soul tie. <laughs> and lastly, we had an episode about that too. Yeah, remember when we was talking about the whole keeping your exes stuff? Oh. Um. <laughs> so she made a good point on that one too. I was somebody, y'all know I was fighting this thing because I was like, no, if I pay for it, I'm keeping it. <laughs> but a little bit later down the line in a Facebook post later, I realized, okay, maybe I don't need to keep the stuff. So that was yet another way that I broke some ties recently, guys. High five, round of applause. But yeah, no, seriously, that that's so real. Like, just let that stuff go. We gotta let it go. Our, if you really are trying to like get to that next level that Christ has for you, if you want your you want your thing, you want to pop, you want to shine, you want to get out of here and make your make your name for yourself. Don't do it by by staying stuck. Mm-hmm. We can't stay stuck stupid on all the things that are holding us back. Yeah. And a lot of these relationships and these just a lot of these negative energies is the things that we seem to have the hardest time breaking free from. But if you want your, if you want your stuff, then do what you got to do. Yeah. Feel me? 
All right. You know, time to go. It is. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in and listening. Bye. Hope y'all enjoyed this. <laughs>